Dave? Davey boy, you in here? Oh, space Jesus, Dave. What are you listening to? More and more by Eddie Yamamoto. Oh no, you're in a full Japanese city pop ballad spiral. The last time this happened, we lost you for a week. Just, just go away, Hillsmer. Go away. Oh, dear God. What the fuck is that smell? I don't smell anything. Oh my fucking God. You left a hot pocket in this pile of wet laundry and the whole thing has turned into a giant moldy egg sack. It's pulsating. Andrew used to do my laundry. Yeah, uh, I know that today is hard. It's the two-year anniversary of D-Cuts. I get it. Like I said, just get out of here. I want to be alone. But Dave, I'm trying to tell you something, man. There's a new case. A new case? Yeah, a new mystery to solve. It just came through the Treehouse Hotline, the private hotline where all the mystery Treehouse investigation agency cases are sent that we, for some reason, have never mentioned until now. Well, I don't care. I'm not solving mysteries anymore. Just leave. But you don't understand, Dave. It's a murder mystery, and it involves Andrew. What? up with that person kicking the back of my seat the whole flight? Hashtag air travel problems, am I right? <laughs> Hillsmer, nobody was kicking your seat. The whole plane was terrified of you. That was the air marshal trying to wrestle you to the ground. Oh yeah? Damn. I must have been really locked into Marley and me. Didn't even notice. So, what leads do we have, Hillsmer? Where, where, where do we go from here? I want to get this over with. Don't you think you could have shaved the beard? You look like Shrinky Dink Jason Momoa. You think I look like a white Jason Momoa? Wow, thanks. Wait, fuck you! I don't even want to be here! Oh, here we go. The guy said we'd need to take this. A tiny rowboat? Where the hell are we going, Hillsmer? What have you gotten us into? To that island, over there. One deceptively exhausting rowboat ride to an island later! (sighs) 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 Dear God! Rowing a boat is way harder than I thought it would be. Oh, my arms are on fire. I can't. I can't breathe. I've got. I've got blisters all over my fingers. But I probably look more like Jason Momoa now, though, right? Don't try your luck, buddy boy. Also, you're sweating all over me. It's disgusting. Ugh. You didn't even. You didn't even help me. You just kept yelling at me. This is how you Momoa size. I don't even know what that means. Ugh. You just. You just sat there texting. Who are you texting the whole time? Jason Momoa's booking agent. I'm setting this shit up as the next hit exercise video, boy. Hey, look. Hello, David Baker. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh Dave. D- Dave's good. Davey boy, if you're feeling frisky. Welcome to Jack-O-Lantern Island. Dr. Sponge is expecting you. Follow me and I'll guide you to his island manor. Uh, you know, I've seen every James Bond movie, and I should know that I shouldn't go with you right now, but, um, fuck it, let's roll the dice. Not even gonna acknowledge me? How rude. Here you go, furry ward. 
hitch this boat to the post over there. The fuck did you just say to me? One trek up a stunning island compound later! Please wait in the parlor. Dr. Sponge will be joining you shortly. Is it weird that I'm kind of into this henchwoman? It's a childhood thing, bro. You need to unpack that in therapy. I don't know, man. Although you do have a point. I always have had a thing for women with weird accents and pseudo-fascist uniforms. wonder what that's about. Telling you, man. Unpack. Unpack it all. Hey, Dave! Gordon Miller Thompson? Beloved television character actor who played Chief in Bacon and Legs, Miami Nights? What the hell are you doing here, man? I haven't seen you in forever! <laughs> Me either. I don't look in mirrors often anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. This Dr. Sponge guy called my agent and told him that there was some kind of job opportunity if I came out to this island. Oh, man. It's been so long, dude. I feel like you haven't aged a day. You look just as weird and jowly today as you did in when we were shooting Miami Nights. Not as much as the compliments as I feel like you thought that was. All right, all right, okay. Well, so you don't you don't know anything about why we're here? Nope. So you just came all the way to this random island off the coast of Scotland on the vague promise of getting some kind of acting work without even knowing what it is exactly that we're doing, even though you're like a you know industry veteran of forty years and you have a career with amazing credits. Yep. Jesus, it's fucking bleak. Yep. I guess you could say the same thing about me. Ah, where'd you come from? You scared the space Jesus out of me. I was in the bathroom. Boris Verstompowitz, award-winning special effects artist who created all the werewolf costumes and animatronics for Bacon and Legs Miami Nights? Looks like we have a mini reunion here. And what is this amazing specimen? Are you working with another special effects artist, Dave? The sculpting on this is amazing. Hey, get your hands off me. I'm not some animatronic prop. I'm a space demon. Utterly fascinating. Reality. The most special effect of them all. What? Okay, what what the, what the hell is going on? I think I can answer that, young David. Ah, Jesus! Okay, if another guy mysteriously appears to answer a question, I'm gonna lose my shit. Literally. Are you the irascible Dr. Sponge we've heard so much about? Indeed. Indeed I am, Dr. Bernard Sponge, at your service. What are we doing here, Sponge? I hope you realize that no matter what happens today, somebody is still paying my appearance fee. Of course, of course, my boy, of course. I was just about to explain the purpose of my bringing you all together like this. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be some kind of mystery involving Andrew or, or something? Indeed. You see... There has, in fact, been a murder. <laughs> Wait, so this isn't a job? What was the murder? And what does it have to do with Andrew? The one that was murdered is... Bacon and Legs Miami Nights! Huh? Stricken down in its prime, you see. For reasons that no one can explain, the show ran for four seasons, was drawing the best ratings on the Disney Channel, and then out of nowhere... Cancelled! Ended! Murdered, I say! What the fuck? What the hell are you even talking about? What do you want from us, Sponch? Isn't it obvious? I've gathered you, the principal talent involved in the production of BLMN, to propose... A reboot! <laughs> so, 
you aren't some eclectic billionaire looking for someone to solve a murder of your son or something, or some world-famous private eye looking for the assistance of a adult boy detective to crack the only case you could never solve. What? No! I am a rich bacon and legs mega fan looking to invest my own hard-earned... Well, my daddy's money, but my own hard-earned daddy's money into developing a revival of the show. Oh, so it is a job. Thank God. This is amazing. I've got to admit, things were not going well for me. Hillsmer! Hey, don't look at me. I didn't install the corrupt and nepotistic Hollywood system that chews people and spits them out. I know you fucking knew about this. You fucking lied to me. I know that you lied to me. I didn't lie. I said there was a murder mystery, and it involved Andrew. I technically didn't lie. It really is a mystery why Bacon and Legs Miami Nights got cancelled, and the show was so good that it was basically murder. You hate Bacon and Legs Miami Nights. You're obviously trying to get something out of this. I mean, of course, if the show sells to a network, as your manager and agent, I will be taking my customary 30% managing fee and 40% agent fee, but I mean... It's only fair to pay me for setting this thing up, isn't it? You trying to exploit workers here? Don't even try and plan my pro-unionization sympathies, you fucking cad. This doesn't make any sense. Andrew is dead. He's fucking dead. There is no more bacon and legs. Well, we have thought about that, Jabai. <gasps> Andrew, I heard in the news you had passed. I attended your funeral via Zoom. Yeah, you couldn't fly in for that, but you'd travel across the world for this fucking shit. My life isn't going well. Andrew, I must admit, the eye patch suits you. It somehow ties your face together much better. Oh, no, sorry. I'm, uh, uh, I I'm not Andrew. My name is Spandrew. Spandrew Spice? What the hell are you doing here, Spandrew? Well, uh, this... Dr. Sponch called me up and told me that there was something going on and I needed to come out here to help you and the rest of the Mystery Treehouse crew, and of course I had to come. Oh, uh, yes. Whenever I spoke with Hillsman about the possibility of rebooting the Bacon and Legs franchise, he informed me of the untimely passing of our dearly beloved co-adult boy detective, Andrew Price. But he also told me that there was someone who might be able to fill in for him. He was not exaggerating the uncanny resemblance between our dearly departed Papa Pricey and Yon Spandrel Spice. No, I'm out. But Dave! I am the fuck out. Dave, I, I honestly don't know what exactly is happening right now, but the last thing I want to do is upset you. Dave, at least sit down and hear the man out. I thought this might be good for you. Get out of the house. Do something to take your mind off things. Start working again. Yeah, at least sit down and hear the man out. I need this job. Dear God, please. <laughs> no. Fuck you, Hillsmer. How dare you try and capitalize off of the memory of Andrew and my work together to make a quick buck for yourself. This is seriously so low. Of all the things you've ever done, this is the worst. It's gross. And the worst part of it is it's totally you. Dude, no. That's not what I'm trying to- Fuck this. Get that strangely sexy sailor girl back in here and take me back to my boat so I can leave this island, maybe with the sexy sailor girl, forever. <gasps> hey, who turned up the lights? I can't see anything. Everyone remain calm. I'm sure everything will be restored to a status quo once Mrs. Klepp checks the circuit breaker. Ooh, she's married. <laughs> Daddy like a challenge. 
the fuck, Dave? You're like a cartoon wolf. Hey, what the? Ah! <gasps> the lights are back on. Oh my goodness, the chief, I mean, veteran actor Gordon Miller Thompson. He's been murdered. For reals this time. God, he's been shot in the head. Wow. Rest in peace, Gordon. You were a joy to work with. You never once complained while I was applying your bald cap, or even when I was applying your merkin. What the hell? You wore a pube wig to play the chief? Nobody would even be able to see that. He was deeply method. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! The chief! The chief is dead! I... I killed the chief. I mean... I didn't personally kill the chief, but it was my money, my daddy's money, my money, that brought him here. And now I'm responsible. Well, maybe my daddy is responsible. I'm not sure, but uh, he's dead. No, we all know whose fault this is. Hillsmer, none of this would have happened if you just didn't try and pull off these harebrained grifts. That's not fair at all, bro. I had no idea this would happen. That's not the point. Everything you do is so selfish, and all you care about is yourself. No matter how many times we go through this, it's the same lesson over and over and over again. You never learn. That's not true, dude. How could you say that? Because you are a terrible person. I've said it before like a million times, but you're fucking awful. You're the worst. Well, regardless of whose fault it is, we need to figure out who killed him. Oh god, yes. Turn a negative into a positive, I say. The chief may have had an untimely death, but at least we can watch our favorite adult boy detective do his work. I'm totally fanboying out right now. I'm totally fanboying. This is worth every dime of my daddy's my money. This isn't some show, you maniac. A man is dead. Yeah. Maybe you should investigate the murder, Dave. No, no way. I'm done with that. Hillsmer tricked me into coming out here on false pretenses, and I'm just, I'm not an adult boy detective anymore. I'm just an adult boy guy. That's weird. Besides, it doesn't work without Andrew. We perfectly complimented each other when we were solving cases. He'd usually just find the first clue, and I'd connect it to the second clue, and throughout the process, we'd do this back-and-forth dynamic thing. We'd slowly unpack the story, I mean, uh, mystery, in a way that uncovered deeper truths that was more than the sum of its parts. I can't do that with anybody else. Hey, uh, speaking of which, um, is this something? I found a bloody tin can lid over here. Oh my god, it's happening, it's really happening. You found the first clue, this is so exciting. It's like watching a live action episode of Bacon and Legs Miami Nights in person. You're a sociopath, bro. You think that is a clue? It's nothing but proof that Dr. Sponge here needs to have his cleaning staff up their game. That's probably just tomato sauce. What do you think, Dave? I don't think anything, Spandrew. I'm done thinking. I don't think. I never have thought. And I never will think. I told you that I don't want to have anything to do with this. Although it's obviously not tomato sauce or blood. What do you mean? That shade of red is too dark to be tomato sauce and too light to be blood. Well then, what the hell is it? Wait a minute. Mm. Bro, disgusting. I know what this is. It's corn syrup and red food dye. 
uh, fake blood. Yeah, they, they like to use it in the movies. Uh, yeah, you know, it's weird. Kind of interesting, though. What would movie blood be doing on the scene of a real murder? Yeah, that's a good question. I have no idea, Spandrew. But something tells me that when we find this murderer, he may have more experience behind a camera than a gun. Yes, it's happening. You're doing it, Davy boy. You're getting back to your old self. Wait a minute. No, I'm not doing this. I got carried away for a second, but I'm, I'm not playing into this disgusting scheme and desecration of Andrew's memory you've set up, Hillsmer. How could you possibly think I would do something that fucked up, dude? To our dead friend. Because you're a shitty friend, Hillsmer. When are you going to stop putting me in the shitty friend box, Dave? Yeah, I admit that I pulled my fair share of shit over the years, and... Yeah, I know I didn't used to be the best to be around, but that hasn't been me for a long time now, bro. This has always been who you are. Haven't I proven myself yet? When I protected you from Qualm when he first came to Earth? Or when I helped to break the singing curse CWW put on you by narrating the Napster episode? How about when I saved the Earth from Tansadeo or when I sabotaged CWW's plan to kill you after he kidnapped me? Hillsmer, it's not- No, Dave. What about when I tried to get you and Andrew to reconcile your friendship by throwing a squonk drop celebration in your honor? Or how about when I held the portal open so that you and Andrew could escape the bad devoted eye fisher? I'm not that space demon anymore. I'm a good fucking friend. You might have made some good points. What about this? You tricked me into coming to a business meeting to reboot a show that I did with Andrew when we were kids and tried to replace him with some guy. Spandrew Spice is just a guy. I just thought you needed to go out and do something. To give your life some meaning again or something. And yeah, I, I thought maybe you could be friends with Spandrew and it'd help you feel better. He isn't Andrew. Nobody is. This feels real personal, my boy. Real personal. Listen, man. I know I'm not Andrew. I'm not even trying to be, but most of all... I know what he meant to you guys, and I would never dream of trying to replace him, whether I look like him or not. And I'm not here to tell you to move on or get over it, but I feel like what Hilsmer is trying to tell you is that there are other people here that care about you, and they don't want to see you waste away and disappear. Andrew's gone, and that's fucked up, but Hilsmer is here. Zero, Freddy, even me, we're here. And me! I'm here too! Yeah, and... This guy. Who is this guy again? I still don't fully understand what all this was. You're right, Spandrew. You're right. It's just hard, you know? You think you have a good idea of how you'd feel if someone you love dies. You anticipate this tremendous amount of pain and you just hope it never happens to you but the thing they never talk about that I don't think anybody could ever actually convey to someone who hasn't experienced it is that it's not about the pain it's about the days every day that goes by is another day from the last time that you were in that person's light and the light gets dimmer each day and sooner or later it'll just be a dim ember in the far distance barely there and then, it'll be gone. But you know it won't be the end. You'll just keep existing. The world will keep going, even though that light is gone, and nobody will really care. 
And when somebody is that important to you, confronting the fact that the world will keep going and you'll keep living after the world has moved on from them, it's, it's just unfathomable. You just keep expecting it to be a sick joke. You text them and hold your breath waiting for a response. You go to bed each night having been beaten over the head by the reality of it. But you're strong. You don't let it knock you down. You don't accept it. You don't believe it because you're strong. And you wake up and remember it. And it destroys you because you're weak. So let me... Let us be there in the morning to prop you up, bro. We can't if you don't let us. Yeah. You're right, Hillsmer. You little fucking red shithead. Hey! I should have realized that you've been making an effort to be a better friend for a long time. I was just so focused on thinking that you were a douche that I was being one. Oh my god, this is absolutely beautiful. I'm crying ugly tears right now. <laughs> ugly tears. Yes, touching. I hate to break up the hug session, but we've still got a dead body in the room? Yeah, and unlike what Dr. Sponge clearly thinks, this isn't a movie. It's real life. I can't help it. Growing up, my mommy would go out and party all night and leave me alone with nothing but the TV to watch. Characters on TV became my only true family and friends. The only way I could relate to the world, you see. Yes, yes. Now, the only way I can relate to the world around me is by viewing everything else through the lens of the silver screen. That's just Cable Guy. What? Yeah, that, that's just the plot of the Jim Carrey movie Cable Guy. No, no, it's not. I've, I've never seen, never seen that. I, I despise this Jimble Carrey. Oh, just admit it, dude. You're a fucking weirdo and you're acting like the movie Cable Guy is your life. Wait a second. That's it. What's it? Life is like a movie. What do you mean, Dave? When we first got here, when Boris Verstompowitz saw Hilsmer, he said that reality was the greatest special effect. Yeah, and then we found this tin can lid covered in fake movie blood. Exactly. It's an old movie trick. Put fake blood in a tin can lid and tie it to a long fishing line. Oh yeah, I know what you're gonna say. You put it on someone's forehead and cover it up with skin-colored liquid latex. Then when you pull the string, the tin can lid flies out and it looks like a shotgun blast through the head. Elementary, my dear Spandrew. Wait. So does that mean... No, no way! He's been lying here this whole time! Stone dead! Hasn't moved a muscle eyes, eh? Yeah, but remember what Boris said? He's a method actor. Uh... Gordon? What the fuck? Okay, fine. I'm not dead. You caught me! What the fuck? You aren't gonna tell my ex-wife about this, are you? So... Gordon faked his own death? No, there's no way he did that. You heard him before. He came out here to do a job. He was hired to pretend to be dead. By Dr. Sponge? No, by you, Boris. What? Preposterous! Give it up, bro. Only you would have been able to work this old school headshot technique. That's why you were out of the room when we first got here. You were obviously rigging up the lights to go out so that you could yank the string in the dark. Hey, get away from me, you red devil! Guys, he's got the fishing line right in his pocket. What? 
But, but why? Other than this is all really cool, and I'm going to tell my grandchildren and my grandchildren's grandchildren this story for the rest of my life, and it's basically going to become my whole thing. I've been in talks for no less than five reboots of my past work, just in the last two years alone. These revivals of nostalgic stuff from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s are really hot right now. And every single time it happens, they always realize that it'd just be cheaper to do everything with CGI. Sure, they tell you in the beginning that the only way they'd bring the show back is as if it was the entire team, and they want to stay true to the spirit of the show, but once they realize that hiring some punk kid with a computer to do all the effects knocks off like three zeros to the budget, I'm out! And he told me they were going to recast the chief with Channing Tatum. So you wanted to... Prove to Dr. Sponge that practical effects are more convincing and better than CGI by using them to stage a convincing real-life murder? Um, well, actually that would have been a good idea. I, I didn't think of that, honestly. I was just trying to scare him off so that he'd abandon the project and nobody would get to do it. Never go full Scooby-Doo, bro. And now, you're going to jail. Actually, I, I don't think he did anything particularly illegal. He's just kind of a weirdo dick. Yeah, I guess you're right. So Gordon, what the hell were you gonna do after this? With everybody thinking you were dead? Oh, we had it all worked out. I was gonna be loaded aboard a crash barge in the dead of night and shipped to Tibet, where I'd lay low, traveling the land as a vagabond, rotating locations every few months so that I'd never form any meaningful relationships that could eventually tie my identity back to me and be discovered. And I'd just basically do that forever. And... How much did you get paid for this? Scale. About 80 bucks. Jesus. That's fucking bleak. Actually, it sounded like a nice change of pace. I don't really have much going on right now. So, does this mean you'll consider starring in a reboot then, guys? No, I don't think Dave... Maybe. Have your lawyers talk to our agent. You mean me? No, our actual agent. Tabitha Renoir. Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. But first, there's another reboot that we gotta do. Moments later, on the shores of Jack-O-Lantern Island! Thanks a lot, guys. I think you saved my life back there. But there wasn't an actual gun. It was just a couple of middle-aged yahoos pulling the worst scheme I've ever heard of. No. I mean with our talk. And just... being here. I don't know if I'd have made it through all of this without you guys. And everyone else at the Mr. Treehouse. Well, I guess let's all cram onto this tiny little boat and head back home. Wait, before we go, I have to say something. I want to bring Deep Cuts back. Really? You think you can do the show alone? I'm not doing it alone. Who are you doing it with then? I'm Dave Baker. And I'm Spandrew Spice. Welcome to Deep Cuts, the podcast where we pick a topic and walk you through the ins, the outs, and the nitty gritty. So you can appear like an interesting and idiosyncratic person at your next forced social function. Today's topic is... The Incredible Journey of Jump... Fuck! I messed up again. This is fucking hard. You'll get it, Spandrew. You'll get it. I'm going to go pick up Mrs. Klepp. Oh my god, you're actually going on a date with Mrs. Klepp? 
The heart wants what the heart wants, man. Good for you. I'm I'm all I'm all in on that. Please I, I will be here and you need to dish on the whole thing when you get back. Uh, but um uh, could could you um could you come here for a second? Yeah, what's up? Uh hey, um I I oh, I, I don't really know how to do this, but um I just here, just just take this. Just open this box. What what is this? Oh my god. There's so much money in here. What is it? Hillsborough, what is this? Um well, you know, um you know how uh, Dr. Sponge paid up front to option the Bacon and Legs reboot? Um, we don't have to decide yet if we're going to move forward with it, but he you know, he paid up front. So um, I took my manager's cut, obviously, and um, uh, that's that's it. That's, that's, that's my cut. Wow. All right, but why are you giving it to me? Well, um, you see, I, I negotiated with, with Dr. Sponge... And um, basically, I worked it out so that my manager's cut would be enough to cover pretty much the last five years of back rent that I haven't paid. Oh my God, Hillsman, you're you're paying your back rent? Yeah, I mean, don't don't fucking make a big deal about this, dude. Like, just just fucking take the box and just go on your date. Go on. One partially eaten Caesar salad romantic dinner date in progress later. So, yeah, I got hired and I thought that I would be one of many people on a staff. But I got to this island and I was going to be the only one working for him. And I was going to be his butler and his personal driver and bathe him so anyway it, it's worked out well so far I mean it pays well so I've I've just gotten used to it yeah yeah that's really yeah what what is the matter Dave you you seem a little different than when we were texting earlier oh I'm uh I'm sorry, Mrs. Klepp. I, I don't mean to give you the wrong impression. I just got some good news today. It's a little hard to process. Well, I don't think that is going to be the only good news you get today, little Davy boy. If you know what I mean. You don't say. <laughs>